0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. A Scottish football podcast that isn't obsessed with just two teams? Niche nonsense? Or surprisingly brilliant? You decide. The Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. The cult Scottish Football Podcast now adapted into a hit TV show. Search
1: the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast on your chosen podcast player now. Tell you what, that Tiger Woods is a dog's bollocks, isn't he? <laughs> Mixed race, you see. Part Afro-American, part white man, part Dutch, and part Vietnamese. And then four different races have combined to produce the perfect golfer. And still so young. The Afro-American, right? That's his natural grace for his driving, right? The Vietnamese for when he's in the rough. You got me? All <laughs> the jungles and that a network of tunnels. The Dutch in him makes him laid back for his temperament. And the white man means he can get on the course in the first place. (laughs) For one night only, Simon Day and Friends, the brilliant character comic from The Fast Show, Brian Pern, and currently down the line on Radio 4. Saturday, June the 13th. Tickets only £5, and watch from the comfort of your living room. For tickets, go to biletto.co.uk and search Simon Day and Friends now.
0: Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Night. My name is Fergus Craig and I am joined by the medium of video, what is it called? The internet Zoom. called Zoom. I wasn't Zoom. going to name the product. It's Zoom. I am joined on Zoom by Paul Doolan. Hello. And Dave Watson. Hi Fergus, I'm drinking Puffin Tears. Is that the name of the beer, or is that what you've always called beer as a joke? (laughs) Nothing tears. Mm, I mean, we're reaching the line now where hipster beardom, we've we've crossed it now, haven't we? It's gone so far into dickhead territory.
1: I think they're going to go full circle, though, and start choosing traditional beer names. So it'll just be like Skull, but it'll be ironic.
0: I hope so. Can I ask you something, guys? Before this pandemic, had you heard of Zoom? No, no. Where did I'm? I think the most worrying thing of 2020 might turn out to be what the fuck is Zoom up to? What's going on (laughs) with Zoom? How did everyone suddenly know what Zoom was? And we all agreed. Some have they put microchips in our heads? We all just suddenly agreed. Oh, this is what we do. We do Zoom. Everyone suddenly knew what Zoom was in the first week, and then everyone agreed, this is how we connect with each other via Zoom. Skype have been in there for, what, 15 years now? They must be so pissed off.
1: <laughs> it's the XG of the video conferencing world. <laughs> Nobody knew about it or cared for years, and then suddenly it's big. Uh,
2: well, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I can't remember which... I can't remember which platform it is, but one of the video conference uh tools, if you have a like a side like a, a chat box open on the side and you're sending a message like, oh, Fergus is a prick privately to Paul or you know, whatever, you can download that as like minutes after it. So if anybody's using Zoom for like or, uh for like a work thing and they're slagging off a, a work mate. You can you can see it. It's it's not secure. So it's all right for dickheads like you, me, and and Paul. But like, I wouldn't use it at work. We still use Skype at work.
0: Okay, well, fair enough. But I appreciate you it when you were trying to cut. Think of an example of something <laughs> somebody might say in private <laughs> on a chat that uh, that was the first thing that came to your head. I appreciate. It. So thank yeah. you very much uh, for joining us again for another lockdown natter. Uh, Once again, apologies. The the quality isn't up to the normal big budget summer blockbuster standards uh, that you've come to uh, expect from us. Um, But we do actually have a lot to talk about this week. Matty Longstaff and uh, where is he going? Is he staying? Uh, The takeover. Will it ever happen? Much to talk about there. Football will be back, as far as we know. The Premier League is coming back as well as the FA Cup. And I have compiled another quiz for Paul and Dave. As I understand it, it's currently 2-2. In terms of I think one. you're right, yeah. Between mm. the two of you. Uh, so uh, maybe, who knows, this will be the last one. But I'm excited about this quiz, and I hope you are as well. Um, Should we start with we started with the takeover every week, but should we sort of mix it up a bit and talk about Matty Longstaff? Yeah, this situation, as I understand it, his contract comes up, uh, finishes very soon, and Udinese, the uh, Italian team, have offered him a contract of thirty thousand
2: pounds a week. What do you think about that, Dave? I think it's criminal if we don't match that because if you consider he's a known quantity, thirty grand a week's not not exorbitant for a Premier League footballer, and he's got potential to be more than just a fourth or fifth choice player for us. Um, if you bear in mind that we paid five million pounds for Henri Saive, in twenty fifteen. Twenty was it twenty fifteen we signed? Anyway, whenever it was. We've had him for ages. We've been paying him thirty, forty grand a week. He'll likely go for nothing at the end of his contract or for for a pittance. Does it not make more sense to pay someone like Matty Longstaff thirty grand a week? Don't pay a transfer fee. Pay very little in agent fee because it's not a new transfer. And he looks like he's going to be better than uh than um then on side will be the other thing to and he immediately becomes
0: an asset. And he immediately becomes an asset if you sign him up to a yeah. contract, he's someone who you could sell in the future. Go on, sorry, yeah. Dave.
2: Uh, the only other thing I was going to mention is that Udinese are owned by the same group that own Watford. So Udinese I could sign him for, for nothing essentially and get you know have him on a 30, 30 grand contract and then loan him to Watford and then Watford could have Matty Longstaff for very little play in the Premier League all that kind of stuff so it's, it's ludicrous to me that, that he hasn't I mean, and this could have been sorted months ago before the Udinese interest was firmed up just give him offer him 25, 30 grand a week and
1: done and dusted and it's fine but no Paul, any thoughts on the matter? I sort of hope a bit of it is his agent. Or should I, say,
0: or should I say, any thoughts on the
1: matter? No, you're so, right. Okay. First time, it's, mat- it's matter. So okay, yeah. right. no, You got that bang wrong. Uh <laughs> I hope it's posturing and he does want to stay and they're just trying to get the amount we're offering up. But I don't think it necessarily is. It's a bit, I'm not sure why Udinese would offer him 30 grand a week to become one of their highest paid players. It seems a bit strange especially when the talk before was Dortmund being after him and into Milan. The, the level of clubs that want him on a free seems to have gone down. But either way, like regardless, it's the sort of player we should be trying to keep hold of. I think when you consider... Go on. Well, when you consider the amount of crap we've signed in that position, he is better than, like Dave says, Saive and Colbach, but they're all on far higher wages. And at the minute he's on eight hundred quid a week. So I think we, we owe him a bit of back payment by paying over the odds. And it's the sort of signing. If another Premier League club had a young midfielder who'd shown promise available on a free, we'd sign we'd try and sign them for higher wages we did, than Dan him. Yeah. That was a long time ago. That yeah, it done. was but, a long time ago.
0: But um, all I all I'd say is uh, just to give an, another thought on it. He has only made six appearances. Whatever we may think of it, our for in our wage structure, thirty grand a week is quite a lot for a midfielder. Just She's because there are players who are a lot worse, uh, who are on more, that's an indication of mistakes that we've made in the past, and I would assume once he goes up to 30 grand a week, having only made a few appearances and not necessarily being an automatic first-team pick, there might be a lot of other players in the squad asking for pay rises. So I mean, the thing is, I'm persuaded that I think we should, we should try
1: and match that. But, you know, just to... Yeah, he's made six appearances, but he's still our second-highest scorer this season. Well, that's not saying a lot. <laughs> But as well, it's not... There's I, think not many, I, I think I'm our third highest scorer. But there's not many players who yeah. go straight from the youth team into the Premier League and look like they belong there. Like he's not been out on loan anywhere. He seems able to make that step up. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's a risk, but then it's a sort of risk if he was at another club we'd take.
0: From his point yeah, of I view... I, from his, I was just going to say from his point of view... I mean, I don't know what kind of a young man he is. I'm not sure how his skin would do in the Italian sunlight. <laughs> but I think it would be quite an exciting move to go to a foreign league, earn good money, to go to a good quality league, and I assume if they're offering him that kind of contract, they expect him to be to play a lot of games for him for them. I, I would have thought for his development. I mean, it could go well, it could go badly, but it could be a a very good move. So, yes, I think we're all agreed it would be nice if Matty Longstaff could stay. But I guess I was just making the point before we had some technical difficulties there that maybe for him it could be quite a good move. Dave?
2: Yeah, and, and all I was saying was that he's got to consider what the status quo is, where he's fourth or fifth choice. And as it stands, Mike Ashley still in, still the owner. As it stands, Steve Bruce is still the manager. As it stands, it's not a good club for a young lad to try and make a career out of. And his agent will be in his ear saying, look, the, the takeover hasn't happened. There's no guarantee that it will happen. So the best thing for your career is to move to a club with ambition, who is gonna play you with a better manager. I totally understand it, but I just like yourself Fergus, I just hope just hope he he stems. I think he's got promise. So uh as you say, the takeover
0: hasn't happened yet. Um we still don't know where we are with that. We could go on about whether it's gonna happen or it's not. It feels sort of pointless at this stage there's so many little rumblings i keep on hearing from various journalists that they still think it's going to happen it's just taking its sweet ass time yeah uh, i'm i'm loathe to uh recommend uh, another podcast that uh you know uh, that we're in direct competition with i'm sure we've got about the same number of listeners uh football weekly Paul, I know you, I know you listened to the Football Weekly uh, special on the Newcastle takeover. Did you listen to it, Dave? Did you manage to listen to it? No, I haven't listened to it. It was really interesting, wasn't it, Paul? It was with, the, uh, with a guy from the Newcastle United Supporters Trust. Apologies, I don't remember his name. And uh, a journalist who knows a lot about Middle Eastern football. It was a very fair debate, I thought, Paul.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't remember much of what happened in it, but they were basically suggesting it probably will go through from what I remember.
0: I just remember it being overwhelmingly depressing. Yeah. They were basically saying it is going to happen. It is going to reflect very badly on us as a club. Yeah. And... Also, there's a pretty strong chance looking at what uh, this group of people have done in the past, as in MBS from Saudi Arabia, there's a pretty strong chance they'll fuck it up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think as well the, the Newcastle fan position that gets said a lot, and we've said it as well, is that we have no control over who buys the club, so why should it be up to us to make a stand? Which I sort of agree with, but part of me does sort of, sort of think, if we were bought out by a a paedophile ring, we wouldn't just sit back and be like, well, we've no say over who owns the club, so let's just keep turning up and chanting. It's slightly odd.
0: Yeah, but to be fair, aren't QPR owned by a paedophile ring? Yeah. It would be a bit because of a conflict. A London, because they're a London club, the press doesn't give a shit.
1: Yeah. No, I did think the the Football Weekly thing was pretty even-handed. It's... We're not going to come out of it well if we do get taken over.
0: I, I don't want to, for, for Nata listeners out there, I don't want to give you, I know we're probably the most depressing Newcastle fans out there when it comes to this. Uh, but I do recommend listening to that episode for much better, well-informed analysis than we can give <laughs> you on the takeover. And it is an interesting conversation and it is pretty fair and you won't necessarily come away from it depressed. Uh, it just uh, depends what angle you're coming from. But uh, worth listening to, I think. Football's going to be back soon. It's coming are you ex- home. Are you, football's coming home.
2: Are you excited, Dave? Very much so. I've tried to watch the Bundesliga, but it's it's too difficult for me to enjoy the Bundesliga where there's no fans and I have literally no dog in any fights. You know, I, I can't even pretend to support Schalke 04 or, or whatever. I, I tried, I gave it my all, but I just don't care. So the Premier League coming back, I can get on board, I can get into it and I can be terrified that we'll go
0: down. You're still terrified on that regard? Okay.
2: It's well, um, not we're not mathematically safe and we're certainly not totally the, the result in the results in the Bundesliga have gone all over the place. So you could expect after such a long break for uh, for teams who would anticipate to, to pick up results against lower league lower down the league Stumble. You could see Man City losing to Norwich, say, because it's a Total, totally unprecedented situation like the players aren't going to be match fit the players are going to be distracted the players are going to you know it's 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 bizarre and yeah I've still got concerns that Newcastle United get taken over by phenomenally wealthy people and be the richest club in the championship well that at least would be funny yeah. um, it's a it's a funny old
0: situation, but it is exciting that football is going to be back. Every single game is going to be
1: on the TV on one channel or another.
0: I that's think the, weekend,
1: the weekends are going to be amazing. Four live games every Saturday at different times and four mm-hmm. live games every Sunday. The thing that's excited me most is our FA Cup quarterfinal against Man City. In my head, I'd written that off as a game that was never going to get played. So sort of everything's a bonus now. I think we'll. I don't think we need much to stay up. I'm pretty sure we're we're as good as safe. So I'm not too worried about I only that. Only two
2: wins.
1: You, yeah.
0: I was almost certain. Yeah, that uh, they they might be able to finish off the Premier League, but then make a choice that it wasn't worth finishing the FA Cup. But uh, it's nice that uh, we we could still in all of this. We could win uh, our first domestic trophy since, remember? What year was
1: it, Paul? Uh, are we counting the Intertoto or the Championship?
0: Our first domestic trophy, major domestic
1: trophy. 24? No, since
0: 1955. Ugh. Come on, this should be ingrained in your head. This, this is true. Basic Newcastle knowledge. Um, yes, we could win... A trophy this year. Wouldn't that be amazing?
1: We could be in Europe next year with new mega rich owners. Mm. Wouldn't that uh, be? because yeah. I mean
2: it's but it's it's this weird thing where we've no idea what the, the, the league's gonna look like at the at the end of it. Um, but we by the same token we pretty much do because the only positions that are really gonna change Aren't going to change that much. And yes, I have fear that we might go down. But realistically, the bottom three are likely going to be the bottom three. The top three are going to be the top three, and everybody in the middle will maybe shuffle around a position or two, but but not much. It's just, I I would have thought it would be a more sensible idea just to um, just to end
1: the season. I still think, based on history, you can't look beyond Man U for the title this season. I just think they've got that pedigree. What's
0: the thing? Man U. They're Man U. They're Man, U. Man, U Man It's Fergie time. <laughs> We're in Fergie time now. You know? Uh, so, speaking of Fergie time, Newcastle United's very own Fergie, <laughs> as in me, <laughs> has, <laughs> has, uh, has compiled a a, a quiz, uh, which I'm very excited about. But first of all, before the quiz, the reason why we're all here, uh, we should have a break and uh, rejoin you in just a moment. If you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct Check them out now on the web at cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag coolerKingBike. Cooler.bike. E-bikes that are cool AF Hello and welcome back to the Newcastle that Here it is, guys. It's it's Britain's favorite quiz. <laughs> First, we all remember when the weakest link weren't big. And then of course it was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Nowadays it's the long running ratings battle between pointless and the chase. But there's a new kid on the block. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> the Newcastle NASA zoom quiz.
1: How's the merch doing that you're trying to sell off the back of it?
0: Uh it's pretty big, going pretty big, yeah i I haven't put an awful amount of effort into this one. I've tried to make it as intro- I felt like the last one was pretty good, but I was a bit worried I'd rinsed all my good ideas for questions, so I hope I've got the level right here. I've got some hard ones, got some easy ones. Oh. I've got the pen Are we left. doing the
2: same thing where uh I'll we'll ask this question, question. Yeah.
0: write them down, and I'll come to you for your answers. We work on an honour system here in that you tell us one answer
1: you originally wrote down. And here whoever we go. loses will be subject to an honour killing. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Which, under our new ownership, will be
0: done in the centre circle. Of- <laughs> 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 okay. Here we go. Question number 1. The third shortest player in the Premier League plays for Newcastle United. Who is he?
1: This season or ever?
0: No, the th- the third current shortest player in the Premier League.
2: Jesus.
1: Okay. This is current. How many Arsenal. Rs in and Carol?
0: Okay, all right. Question number two From whom did we buy St. Maximin?
1: Oh. Which
0: club did we buy St. Maximin from? Okay. Oh. Papis Denver is currently playing for a team for whom he has played 49 games and scored 32 goals. It's a great goal scorer, Cissé. In what league does that team play? What league is Cissé currently playing in? But yeah, over the course of two years, 49 games, scored 32 goals. Not bad. Question number four. Who was the last player to get a cap for England whilst playing for Newcastle? Oh, this is a tough one. I know. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be too... This quiz is... Jesus. Yeah, maybe I'm trying to be too clever. Sorry. But that should be pretty easy, you know. But it's not, is it? It's really not. Okay. It's the same questions for everyone, Paul, so no complaining, please. Uh, No, fair enough. Question five. What country did Rule Fox play for? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. Question six. After his stint as Newcastle United manager, John Carver managed a team in which country? this is a this is too hard oh sorry okay but John Carver I thought you give us something to talk about John Carver it, yeah. went John Carver went yeah. on he's managed one team after Newcastle United I think he joined the I think, club in. Uh, he joined I've, in the club in August or I've September. done an educated guess on that one he was sacked by February Okay. and uh, i think yeah yeah well i won't give any more clues okay mm, next question this is question number seven name the third amiobi brother the third amiobi brother which is to say not shola not sammy what is the name of the third amiobi brother for all I know, there may be four, five, six, seven Amiopi I think to be.
1: it's at least four.
0: Okay. Well, this is the third in terms of professional appearances. Uh,
1: okay. you.
0: The, the, the Amiopi brother with the third most impressive professional footballing record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I said third, I don't mean in terms of age. Okay. Question number eight. Who did Nile Ranger make his last non court appearance for? Which is to say, <laughs> which football club did he make his last professional appearance for? Nile Ranger,
1: former fan favorite. These are great questions. Well done, focus. These are great. Dave's won. I can tell you that right no. now. No, I'm not saying that. Question nine.
0: Who was Newcastle manager when Shearer retired? It's a lot of, these are going to be guesses,
1: aren't they? Oh, no, I no. sure. no, remember, the, okay. remember the testimonial. Okay. And finally,
0: question 10. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I think you'll have that right. Okay. Question 10. The player with the most caps for England whilst playing for Newcastle United is Alan Shearer. You've got 35 caps for England as a Newcastle player. Who is second in that list? And I'll give you a clue. This is Premier League era. Who has got the second most amount of caps for England whilst a Newcastle United player. Okay. That's 10 questions. Some tricky ones. Yeah. Can I have question four again? Who was the last player to get a cap for England whilst playing for
1: Newcastle? Okay. I I've put 2 for that and they're both wrong. Can
0: I'll give you i give, give, give you a clue. Only one of his Newcastle appear, only one of his England appearances were whilst he was a Newcastle player. I don't know if that helps. It is true. Okay. Question number 1. The third shortest player in the Premier League plays for Newcastle United. Who is he?
1: Dave? Is it Atu Paul? I've gone Alma on, but I think Dave's right.
0: Well done, Dave. It's Atsu. I should, at this stage, have it to hand exactly his height,
2: but I don't.
1: He's three feet. He's three more. foot
2: eight. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Question number two. Who did we buy Saint-Maximin from? Which club? Paul. Is it Nice? Dave? I haven't got Nice. Correct. <sighs> nice answers, guys. Jeez. Papi's Denver is currently playing for a team for whom he has played 49 games and scored 32 goals. The only reason I asked this question is because I wanted to get that fact in because I thought quite interesting what league is that team in
1: <laughs> is it the Chinese Premier League Paul I've gone I've gone Turkish
0: well done Paul <sighs> well done which league in Turkey <laughs> no it's Turkish 5th division <laughs> it's the Super League uh, whatever <laughs> it's called it's the top division the team is Alanyas Paul it's
1: always Turkey or China. Oh,
0: of course. It's the, it's the most
1: Georgie sounding foreign football team. Hello, <laughs> But Dave, you've been to five of their games this season as well. You should really know that. Question That's number four. Game, so not, the, not the first uh,
0: two. Question number four. This is a really frustrating one. Who was the last player to get a cap for England whilst playing for Newcastle? Uh... Dave
1: I went James Milner I think it was that long ago I crossed out James Milner and went Andy Carroll which I'm pretty sure was wrong but before that I went Stephen Taylor and before that I went Parker I went to Stephen Taylor as well it was in 2016 and it was
0: Andros Townsend
1: (sighs) ah Good question, but a hard question, but a
0: fair it's question. Hard, they're, hard, they're hard, I do hard. I don't think I would do very well in this quiz. To be fair.
1: This is like the only connect of Newcastle quizzes. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that we're all white and a bit smug. Are you keeping your own scores here, by the way, because I'm not? Yeah, yeah, it's really
0: easy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, what are the scores as it stands?
1: I've got two. I've got two.
0: Okay, so exciting. It's
1: a a Desmond.
0: This could be the last ever one. Wow. Okay, here we go. What country did Rule Fox play for? Dave.
2: I went Jamaica, but I think that's me being a massive racist. Racist. I was going
1: to say, it's hard to answer this without being seeming racist. I went Trinidad and Tobago because I am also racist.
0: There's nothing <laughs> racist about those answers, I not it? Maybe residually there was a memory that it was a, a Caribbean team. Uh, it was Montserrat. Fuck it, Al. I asked it because I did know that one. It was one of those ones where it's you only ever hear of that country because they play for them. Like, uh. um, yeah, whatever. Okay, sorry. Okay question number six after his stint as Newcastle manager John Carver (laughs) managed a team in which
1: country can I say I want it to be Egypt but I've gone Canada Cyprus well done Dave it was Cyprus he was fucking terrible as well you went to Cyprus
0: (laughs) 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 he
2: did basically farmers and postmen, and he still was shit.
1: It's what you do, there When you leave the Premier League, you want your last big halloumi payday. <laughs> you get <laughs> straight to Cyprus. I
0: think he had um, one of them big uh, kebab sticks in his office. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he did actually marry, manage... Uh, in Canada, he man- managed Toronto FC. Yeah, but that was before.
1: I thought he might have gone back United though United. to the,
0: the only it place was, he had a he reputation. Involved. I was on. I spent some time on John Carver's Wikipedia page today. He was involved in Newcastle United for a fuck of a long time. He was our reserve team coach when we first joined the Premier League. Ah, he was a he was around. He was a round man. He was a round man. But, you know, must have had some... He either had some things going for him or he had some
1: secrets. I think he's just not a manager.
0: Sure. He must have been a good coach or just a nice guy because a lot of people um, kept him on.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Okay. Name the third Amiobi brother, Paul. Tommy or Tomy. Well, which is yep. it? <laughs> Dave? Yeah,
2: tell me. Okay, I'm sorry, played in like, I think he played in Iceland or something
1: like that.
2: Yeah. yeah, he has played in Iceland. He's
0: played in a number of uh, places. He's currently uh, playing for the Canadian club FC Edmonton. But I'm afraid I need you to give me his full name. <laughs> Tomi Amiobi. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Oluwatomi Wo Tomi Amiobi. His first name is Oluwatomi Wo.
2: So, I think I feel as bad about my Jamaica answer now. I'm not, I'm not as racist as I thought I was because uh, you've just picked me. Yeah.
0: All I've done is just read out his name. How is that racist? With a big ass smile on your face. Only because it's difficult, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> All right, no, that's two correct answers in Tell Me A V O B. Right, where's my quiz? Okay. Question number eight. Who did nile Ranger make his last non court appearance for? Paul? I've gone Blackpool. Dave? Southend. Well done, Dave. <sighs> he was at Blackpool.
1: Yeah, I can only draw
0: line. now, can't I? I think he did relatively well for Southend. But, it, you know, all ended in tears, as usual. Who was Newcastle manager when Shearer retired, Paul? Glenn Dave? Oh, Glenn Correct. That's too correct yeah. to answer. Question number 10. My favourite question of the turn, I think. The most caps for England for any Newcastle player when uh, they There's a better way of phrasing this, isn't there? Who won the most caps for England whilst a Newcastle United player? Number one is Shearer with 35. Who's number two with 32 caps whilst a Newcastle player? Dave.
2: See... You're changing your answer now, up.
0: aren't you? That wasn't meant to be in the question.
1: I, I've gone Beautifully, but I'm, I'm convinced now it's wrong. I've gone dire, but I think that's wrong. It's probably Batty, but I went Kieran Dyer.
0: And you were right, Paul. <laughs> Kieran Dyer. Well done. 33 caps, 32 with Newcastle. Let me have a look. Batty. 20 with Newcastle. Beardsley, 25 with Newcastle. I was just panicking then, but I got it wrong. So what are the final scores? How many did you get, Paul? Paul, you got five. Oh, five and six. And Dave, got six. Very close. Well played. Well played, Dave. Well, that puts you three, two ahead. And who knows, maybe this will
1: just go on and on and on because it is I quite. Look, well, I have to be killed now. <laughs> That's like. Oh. <laughs> yes. Do I have to stone you to death or yeah. can I get somebody else to do it? Well, it's going to have to be a distance stoning. So only, well, two meters yeah. is fine.
0: It's very enjoyable. I'll have
2: to find another angle if we're going to do any more. I really um, enjoyed the question you asked in the previous quiz about. Um, which players provided the most assists for each other? Oh, that right. one was yeah. a very. I really like that okay. question.
0: Thanks. Okay. All right, Dave. Any ones from this quiz,
1: or was it just the <laughs> last one? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the last one. I did not like. Uh, I've already forgotten the name of the country that Rule Fox plays for. You didn't like that question. Okay. Any
0: any other feedback?
1: guys just keep keep trying it was good bit hard but
0: hard is good yeah as the (laughs) extra (laughs) central oh dear oh god um all right well i guess we'll leave it there oh i think
1: we were gonna give an apology to the guy we accused of being a robot last week (laughs) to the guy we must give
0: an apology to the guy
1: we <laughs> called
0: the police on. Um, no, there we'd, in the last part of the pub before, there was someone who had interacted with us on the Newcastle Matter account. I think his, his name was something like King of Northumbria, or Northumberland. And um, we, we never said he was, but we suspected he might be a bot. Turns out he's not. So sorry to him. <laughs> I hope that you didn't face any serious consequences for that (laughs) accusation.
1: I hope there weren't. um, Was there a pile-on? Boots at your door. (laughs) I don't think we're capable of a pile-on. I don't think we have the listenership. No. Maybe a, a Chinese burn is about the level we can hope to achieve. Hey, don't do hey, don't do us down, Paul. If we really
0: wanted to, we could we could cause a pylon. Come on, guys, who should we get? <laughs> no. Uh, apologies. But thank you very much, uh, Dave Watson.
2: Thank you, Fergus.
0: Thank you, Paul Doolan. Thank you. And thank you to you, the Newcastle National listener. Apologies for the sound quality, but thank you very much for uh, staying with us. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Wasn't that a great podcast?
0: Now, if you've got 90 seconds spare in your day, come and listen to ours. It's called, what Has he said now? And is available wherever you've got this podcast. You're
2: going to lose a number of people to the flu.